John 10:27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. In Mark 1:17, Jesus gave his sheep a job to do. He said, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Notice, Jesus does the making. We're to do the following. To see if we're doing our job, we need to ask the question, Am I truly following? Today on Grace Notes, Barbara Sandbeck will talk about what it means to follow Jesus. When I was a little girl, I played follow the leader. In this game, you have to do exactly what the leader does or you're out of the game. Well, this was just a childish game, but Jesus' command to follow him is no game. It's serious business. So serious, it has eternal ramifications. Jesus alone has the right to be our leader. In Matthew 28:18, he said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Every leader has a goal for himself. Jesus stated his goal in Matthew 20, 28. The Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Jesus came to show us the Father and to reconcile us to him. He accomplished his goal by living among men and paying the debt of man's sin against God through dying on the cross and raising from the grave. When we choose to follow him, we cross over from darkness to light. Jesus said in John 8:12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Every leader has a goal for his followers. Jesus expects us to administer his light. In Matthew 5:16, Jesus said, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify or praise your Father which is in heaven. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says, We are Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us. Our job is to make more followers. Jesus said in Luke 19.10, The Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Now let's take a look at some of the people Jesus sought out. According to Matthew 4.24, he ministered to hurting people, people with various diseases, the demon-possessed, those having seizures, the paralyzed, the crippled. And then there were those dirty, unclean lepers. And that woman with the issue of blood, she was a social outcast. Let's not forget the promiscuous Samaritan woman. He told her he was the Messiah, even when he didn't tell the prominent ruler Nicodemus. Someone once said, Jesus came to save the hurty, the dirty, and the nerdy. Think about it. If we're to follow Christ, we need to be humble. But so often we think that since we've cleaned up our act, we're better than others. We need to remember what Jesus saved us from. Philippians 2, 5 through 9 says, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in the very nature God did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. I asked the Lord for a burden for lost people I couldn't see. He said, How can you feel for those you can't see when you don't even want to be burdened for those you do see? I ask myself and you, Are people right in front of you worth your time? Your tears? Your concern? They'd be worth Jesus' time. Search your heart. Are you truly serving the way Jesus would?
Pride is the opposite of humility. It's pride that caused the fall of man and could keep us from telling others about Christ, too. I jogged with a woman I worked with for a year and a half. She ran like a gazelle. I ran, well, let's say I just tried. <laughs> I was so proud that she wanted to jog with me. I never once confronted her with her need to ask Jesus to save her from her sin. I was afraid she might not want to be with me. Well, one day I went to meet her, and, and she wasn't there. She'd been in a car accident and was in shock trauma. They wouldn't let anyone in to see her. I agonized over her for a whole month, praying for another opportunity to tell her about Christ. But she died. I can't begin to describe how I felt. We talked about everything except her soul. I found this poem some time later. My friend, I stand in this judgment now and feel that you are to blame somehow. On earth I walked with you day by day, and never once did you point the way. My knowledge of Christ was very dim. You could have led me safely to him. And now I stand this day condemned because you failed to mention him. You taught me many things, that's true. I called you friend and trusted you. Yet in coming to this horrible end, can I now say that you're my friend? I learned a valuable lesson through this painful experience— I vowed from that day forward that I would tell whoever crossed my path about Christ. I close now with a song about another lesson someone else learned. It may not be too late for you to tell someone in your life. Don't wait too long. Children 
Join us on our next program. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise.